This is the Village Church Q&A podcast, where our goal is to create digital, shareable, and helpful content to make disciples who will go, grow, and overcome. Hey, Village Church, welcome back to the Village Church Q&A podcast. Pastor Tim and Pastor Michael with you. Pastor Michael, we have requests that we want to ask our listeners. What are those? They're very important. Um, The first one is we want to ask you to turn in your rap. Since we rapped on our (laughs) podcast, we want to ask you, would you turn (laughs) in a rap? (laughs) Um, No, right now, Tim, in all seriousness, would you rap a song for us? Not at all. You don't want me to rap. All right. Request number one. Rap a gift, maybe, (laughs) but not rap rap a song. Gosh. I can't even wrap a gift. Number one, would you go to uh, our Village Church website, vcob.org, hit the Q&A podcast button and submit a question. It will take you 20 seconds and it would be so helpful for us. And uh, we have loved your questions and we have just a reservoir of questions waiting Mm -hmm. to go, but um, we love getting more and seeing where you guys are at. Uh, Number two, would you share this podcast? Um, We really believe this is very, very helpful content and the feedback we get has affirmed that. So let's give this away and then Give it away, three. give it away, give it away. That was the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Good job, there man. You go. Give it hey, away I'm now. I'm getting there. I'm trying. Yeah. Give it away now. All right. So in the number three, would you rate and review this? Um, we are trying to get up to 30, 30 reviews and uh, really think we can do this here in the next um, week or so. So if you have been at all blessed by this, would you go on to the iTunes store on your computer and give us five stars and give us a review? Now, Tim, what right, is our question, question for, for the day? day? If as Christians, we will spend eternity with Jesus all true. Why then will we stand in judgment? Love it. Mm. Love it. Okay. So let's, let's build a principle here that we can work off of. Everybody will be judged and we will be judged by our works. Yes. And every human being will be declared guilty. Mm -hmm. Um, God is obsessed with justice. Justice means that no infraction is overlooked, but that every infraction, every sin in the divine economy and the cosmic judicial system is justly with finality dealt with. So That's right. every impure thought, everything you should have, would have, could have, might have done, did, whatever, mm-hmm. everything from every human who has ever lived will be judged. Yeah, the right. good and the bad, Mm -hmm. the sin and the righteousness, and everything will be called for what it is so that every experience of injustice you or I have ever felt, God will declare over us that was injustice, and then a legit and righteous penalty will be dished out to that person. That's right. So um, thankfully, we are not saved by good works. No, not at all. Um, We are judged by our works. If we were saved by our works, um, the sentence for everybody would be guilty, death, eternal death, Mm -hmm. hell forever. And um, and so thankfully we are all judged. And this is a part of um, God maintaining his righteousness and his justice um, so that he deals with every single sin ever. Um, But we are saved not by good works, but by Christ's work. That's Mm -hmm. what's so important. So in the divine economy and the divine judicial system, no human being has within himself um, resident righteousness to get him into heaven Not at, at all. all. Um, no. You don't have enough money. You're in so much debt. No human being could possibly do it. If all of the human beings of all of the earth collected all of their righteousness and put it onto one person, still not be enough. It would still fall short of the perfect standard that Jesus expects. Um, and so, on uh, on the day of judgment, we will do, be declared guilty, but those who will be saved will be saved because they had faith 
in Jesus, and Jesus' good works will be applied to our account. That's right. That is what is so important. So when I stand on the final day of judgment, I will have to face and deal with all of my sin, and I will be justly rewarded for the things that I did well um, in the spirit of Christ for the glory of God. So that being said, we are judged by our works, but we are saved by Christ's work mm-hmm. and only Christ's work. I That's want to make right. that clear on the front end. His work alone. Yes. I want to read Revelation chapter 20, um, verses 11 to 15. So listeners, just soak this in because this is so powerful. Then I saw a great white throne and him who was seated on it. From his presence, earth and sky fled away, and no place was found for them. And I saw the dead, great and small, meaning kings, emperors, and peasants alike. That's right. Standing before the throne, and books were opened. Then another book was opened, which is the book of life. Now, we're noticing there are multiple books. Mm-hmm. Um, these seem to be the books that carry with them um, a record of everything we ever did, should have done, would have done, could have done, might have done. And then there's another book called the book of life. And hear me when I say this. You want your name in the book of life. Yeah, that, <laughs> right? That's where you do want your name written. In. Right. So, And it says, and the dead. Remember, this is everybody. The greatest and most powerful humans to the lowest of the low to the peasants to everybody will be judged by the books. Here's what it says. And the dead were judged by what was written in the book. So there'd be like your name maybe. And then under your name would be a detailed account of your entire life. Um, according to, they were judged according to what they had done. And the sea gave up the dead who were in it. In case you're like wondering, what about those who, you know, were um, in the Titanic and they died? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Basically, the point is that everywhere where there's dead bodies, everybody everywhere, great and small, are going to be standing before the throne and they're going to be judged based on their works. Death and Hades gave up the dead who were in them. And they were judged, each one of them, according to what they had done. Do you see a theme here? Judged by works. Yes. Death and Hades were thrown into the lake of fire. And that's Jesus' way of saying um, this whole world of death is gone. Mm -hmm. Everybody's going to get resurrected bodies, some resurrection to life, some to resurrection to condemnation. But this whole idea of death is gone. And uh, we have heaven, we have a new heaven and earth, and we have um, hell. That's basically where everybody's going to go. It says, then death and Hades were thrown into the lake of fire. This is the second death, the lake of fire. And if anyone's name was not found written in the book of life, he was thrown into the lake of fire. So I want you to catch this. There's a whole set of books by which we're judged. These are the books that contain all of our deeds and works, bad, good, everything. Um, and we're all declared guilty. But but we do not go to heaven based on what is in those books. That's right. The only people who go to heaven are the ones whose names are written in the book of life. Right. And the way you get your name written in the book of life over and over and over again is not by your good works because you will be damned by your good works, mm-hmm. but it is by trusting in the work of Jesus in your place. And that is so huge when you get to the final judgment. Any version of Christianity that wants to declare that we, by our good works, add to what Christ did, they need to read about the final judgment. Yes. Because your good works are never good enough. You can never fill up what is lacking in the work of Jesus Christ. Right. You can't add to what Jesus has done on the cross for your sins. Amen. So big, 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 blah, big picture. <laughs> I'm getting it out is, um, yes, you'll spend eternity with Jesus, but you have to be judged so God can be de- so that God's justice can be upheld. And uh, number two, you cannot avoid the final judgment. Um, this no is coming. It is happening. 
period. Uh, Hebrews 9.27 says, And just as it is appointed for a man to die once, and after that comes judgment. judgment. It's a fact. Um, everybody from the emperors to the greatest to the most powerful to the most insignificant. Um, final judgment for believers, number three, it's going to be different than the final judgment for unbelievers. For believers, um, this is going to be um, a place where you come face to face with your sin and justice and the mercy and grace of God mm-hmm. will sweep over you. That's right. If you're not a Christian, this will be one of the most devastating experiences of your life to be judged in light of complete truth. And nobody can look at Jesus and say, well, I have a different interpretation. You know, (laughs) it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. All interpretations go away. Jesus, the truth and the way and the life um, will judge accurately and correctly, and nobody will be able to resist it. And so um, I just want to be really clear at this point and say, man, this is a big question. This is huge. When we talk about the final judgment, we are talking about um, the most decisive event in human history. There is no coming back for this. Nope. And the only way to prepare for that is to trust Christ on now. this side of your death now. Do not postpone it. And, and this is where the warning, I think it's so thick, right? If you come from a, a Christian background, that tells you you're saved by good works. I want you to just hear this. You cannot stand before Jesus and have your name written in the book of life if you're trying to earn it by good works. Not the at all. The two are mutually exclusive, which is why Paul, when he looks at the Jewish Christians, he says, do not go back to good works or the law, because if you do that, you trample the blood of mm-hmm. Christ and you fall from grace. Um, that Jesus wants faith, faith alone, you are saved by faith, not by works, as he says in Ephesians 2, That's right. verse 8. Mm-hmm. So, um, believers, I hope that encourages you, brothers and sisters. It is awesome talking about this stuff with you. It's heavy, but it's true. And because it's true, we have to talk about it. Listeners, what we shared with you from the Bible today cuts against so much of our culture today how that there is no judgment, that we are the masters of our own destiny. But as believers, those that know what Scripture says, believe Jesus and have trusted him as our Savior, we know that we will face him in judgment, but we will face a loving father. He will be a righteous judge, but it won't be to condemn us. It will be to love us into his eternity. Yep. Can't wait. It's going to be great. Can I just close with 2 Corinthians 5.10? Great verse. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ so that each one may receive what is due for what he has done in the body, whether good or evil. Here are the two options for every person on the planet. Either you will pay for your sins or Jesus will. Mm -hmm. There is no in between. May it be Jesus, because if you have to pay for them, it will be in hell. Jesus, if he pays for them, he will usher you with a new resurrected body into a new earth where you will live in righteousness forever. Amen. Drop the mic. Walk away. Amen. It's been a pleasure sharing scripture with you today, listeners. Please come back next time when we answer the question, does the church only want my money? (laughs) 